What's up, losers? Happy Monday, not Sunday, y'all. Um, I was gonna record last night, but then I realized it was the Golden Globes, and I didn't want to like record and then like someone like gets married at the Golden Globes or like is pregnant or like something like that. Like I was like, I know that if I record tonight, something crazy is gonna happen at the Golden Globes. So guess what? I held off. I waited till rec- to record, and nothing happened. There was like no drama. There was like one piece of drama, and it was like resolved. It was like. They're interviewing, um, the girl, the woman from the, shit, what's that place? This is Us. (laughs) This is Us. I don't watch that show. Sorry. They're interviewing the woman from This is Us and they're like, oh, Alison Brie just got on the carpet. Do you know her? And she was like, oh, do I? And then it panned to like Alison Brie and the background noise sounded like Chrissy Metz, I think is her name, was like, do I? She's such, such a bitch. And so then it was like blew up and they were like, Chrissy Metz from This Is Us calls Alison Brie a bitch on the carpet, not realizing her mic's still on. But they're like actually really good friends in real life. And so then they had to clear it up. And even like the person that was like on the carpet with her was like, like the um, reporter was like, no, she said she's such a babe. That was literally the only drama. <laughs> I feel scammed. I got played. I played myself. Ugh. So I waited until tonight to record. That way I could get, keep you guys up to date. But there was nothing to even keep you up to date on. I'm a fool for this celebrity culture. Um. So yeah, now it's a Monday night and I have a shit ton of stuff to do and I have to record this podcast and I just hate myself. I'm so pissed. I should have just recorded yesterday. Oh, well. But while we're on the topic of the Golden Globes, I guess I can just... Like, it was pretty boring. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Not, like, boring, but, like, nothing, like, no drama or, like, nothing very exciting happened. It was hosted by Andy Samberg, who I'm so in love with, and Sandra Oh. She played Christina Yang on Grey's Anatomy. Now she's in the show called um, Killing Eve, and she actually won a Golden Globe for it last night, even though she was the host. She still won. And... Um, yeah, they had, like, a lot of good jokes. I mean, Andy Samberg is just always funny, so I'm, like, so obsessed with him, like, to the point where I'm, like, we, like, I can imagine us being in a relationship together, but I think he's married. (laughs) Um, for best movie, Bohemian Rhapsody won, and then, (laughs) I don't know, I don't really care about anything else. And then Lady Gaga won Best Song for A Star is Born, and she cried. Um, Everyone dressed pretty well. There was, like, a lot of recurring themes going on last night. Like, there was a lot of, like, inspiration from, I feel like, the 1920s. There was, like, a lot of, um, like, bone-lined corsets that were, like, kind of sheer. A lot of white suits or, like, long white like, slim dresses, and then, like, a lot of blue. I feel like people wore, like, blue and white, mainly. Um, for the most part, everyone looked, like, pretty normal and, like, good. There was, like, one person who I think's dress was just, like, so bad, and it was Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, I'm so sorry. I know you listen to the podcast. I know you're such an avid fan, but girl, your dress was not good. It was, like, this... It looked like very cheap fabric, and it was cheetah print. It was like, 
why would you wear a cheetah print dress to the Golden Globes? It literally looked like a dress that you could buy at, like, Wet Seal. Like, or, like, <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, like, Wet Seal. Like, that's a perfect store. Like, it literally looked like a dress you could buy from Wet Seal. Ugh, it was bad. Or Windsor. No, that's what I'm thinking of. A dress that you could buy from Windsor. You guys can look it up. It was not good. Sorry, girl. No shade. But, like, come on. You're Anne Hathaway. You have beautiful gowns. People were, like, dying to dress you. And you chose that dress that looks like a dress like a freshman would wear to prom? Ugh. Honey, you could do better. But, yeah, that's pretty much my... (laughs) That's pretty much all I waited 24 hours for was to tell you guys that little bit of information. That was it. That's all. (laughs) I can't deal. And, like, I was like, I don't have the time to record this podcast today because I had to go grocery shopping for the first time in, like, months because I don't go grocery shopping because I don't really cook. But it's like, new year, new me, blah. I'm, like, trying to go grocery shopping and save money. And I'm trying to, like, eat healthier by cooking at home. So I had to do that today. So I had to, like, go grocery shopping, like, after work. Now I'm just sitting here with two bags of groceries on my floor because I'm like, fuck, I don't want to meal prep. But I was like, should I meal prep first or record the podcast? But then I was like, if I meal prep first, I am never recording that podcast. And then I almost just like talked myself out of it and was like, I'm not going to record it all. No one gives a shit (laughs) if I record. And I was like, I'll just record on Wednesday with Megan and be like, sorry, y'all. I didn't want to. It's not that I didn't want to record. It's just that I could have just recorded yesterday when I had the entire day of doing nothing. I did nothing yesterday. I watched like 13 hours of Netflix yesterday. I could have easily recorded. <laughs> Instead, I waited for the most boring award show and put myself in such a predicament. Such is my life. I'm just very on brand with myself. Um, so I guess we can get into the celebrity gossip. I'm probably just going to round it. Wow. I'm just going to round it up pretty quickly. Um, I'm actually pretty sick right now. I have, this is very gross. So if you have a weak stomach, maybe skip ahead. But I have like, um, a ball of mucus stuck on my throat where it keeps making me, like, gag to the point where, like, I almost throw up. And, like, every time I swallow, I can feel it. And last night I was actually scared to go to sleep because I thought I was going to choke in my sleep on it. So, (laughs) I mean, I will try to wrap this up pretty quickly because I, like, can't swallow my spit. And it's gross. (laughs) Just girly things. (laughs) Um, so let's get into the celeb gossip over, the last time I talked to you, I think, was, like, on the 30th, right? Yeah, 30th and 31st. Okay, yeah. Um, I didn't have an eventful New Year's Eve. If anybody listens to Wednesday's episode, you already know, but I didn't have an eventful New Year's Eve. I didn't go out. I went to sleep at, like, 10.30 because I was dog-sitting in the suburbs, and so I just went to bed at 10.30, didn't drink, didn't do anything, and I woke up with such a bad migraine. Ugh, it was the worst. Um, so yeah, but Taylor Swift had a good New Year's Eve. She threw a party in her New York City apartment, and it was like childhood heroes themed. So 
sorry, that was just me trying to not choke on my spit, on my mucus. <laughs> so, um, you guys are like, stop swallowing so loud. I can't help it. Um, it was childhood heroes themed, and so you, like, some of her friends dressed up as, like, Nancy Drew, or, like, Mary Poppins, or, like, whatever. She dressed up as Ariel from The Little Mermaid, and then it... <laughs> I mean, it was, it looked fun. Whatever. Um, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds were there. Judge, A- Judge, Judd Apatow's daughters were there. Um, there were, like, a few other famous people there. Nothing too exciting. It looked like a cute party, but, yeah, like, nothing too, too crazy. But it is nice, and I know I hate Taylor Swift, but it is nice to see her, like, throwing her well-known parties again because she was like famous for her parties like her fucking fourth of july party every year at her rhode island house i mean that like people like set their calendars to like look at the pictures from that it's like the kardashian christmas party um and then she stopped doing it because her reputation was ruined so it's nice to see her like throwing her um parties again and it was i mean it looked cute that's a fun theme um i did watch her reputation tour on netflix it was good because, like I said on Wednesday's episode, I really like concert movies. Like, I like to see that. But, oh, man. Her personality, you guys, she's such a horse girl. <laughs> she's just such a horse girl. She has the exact personality of a horse girl. Like, she's the embodiment of a horse girl. Her personality is just so cringy. <sighs> I'm, like, le- I'm, like, loosening up on her. Like, do I think she has a, like, do I think she was, like, a fucked up person? Yes. Do I think her personality is, like, really cringy? Yes. But do I still, like, hate her? No. Whatever. She's just a horse girl trying to live in a horse world. Aren't we all? Um, but yeah, I watched that on Netflix. It was pretty good. But speaking of her reputation, so it was announced that Kim and Kanye are expecting a fourth child via surrogate again, obviously, because Kim can't get pregnant again. But yeah, they're expecting a fourth child via surrogate, and that child should be here in May. So I don't know if it's going to be a boy or a girl. Um, I feel like it'll probably be a boy, since they only have Saint. And who knows what the name will be? I guess you guys can start throwing your guesses into the ring. I feel like I don't even have any idea. <laughs> I feel like I just truly don't know. But I do think they'll it'll be a boy. But yeah, so it should be here in May. So, cool. <laughs> Listen, I hate Kevin Kanye right now. Mainly Kanye. But, and like Kim by proxy. But I will say, they have fucking cute kids and I I don't even like kids that much but their kids are very cute so that's exciting and then there's like rumors that Chloe and Kylie are gonna try to get pregnant again too that way there will be like another set of like kids that are like the same age um so I don't know we'll see but speaking of Kylie people think that she might be engaged because over the weekend she, like, posted a picture of herself, and she's rocking a huge-ass diamond ring on her ring finger, 
And, like, Travis had been talking about a few weeks ago how he's planning on proposing to her. He just doesn't know how yet. So, like, it's not, like, out of the question. Like, they've talked about how they're going to get married and how he's, like, wanting to propose. But he hasn't thought of, like, the best way to do it yet. And then, yeah, she's up here on Instagram. She even posted a picture today where she's wearing that ring holding Stormy. So, I think they might be engaged, which is cute. But I will hope that they share pictures or, like, videos from it. Um, So, good on them. And then while we're here talking about the fucking Kardashians, we'll go to my least favorite fucking Kendall Jenner, Kendall Generic. So last week, Chris Jenner like posted everywhere on social media, like a clip of Kendall being like, you know, like I've had this problem since I was like 14, but now I'm like 22. I'm like more mature and like have a bigger platform and know how to use my platform And, like, I just want to help people and, like, tell them, like, it's normal. Like, it happens to me, too. And Chris, like, posted this cryptic message that was, like, Kendall's so brave. She's such a strong, brave soul for showing, sharing her raw story with us. Like, make sure that you check in on Twitter on Sunday night to see what it's all about. She's so brave. (laughs) And I called it. I literally have proof that I called it. I can screenshot a comment that I made. To prove to you guys that I already knew that it was going to be about her fucking acne. And boy was I right. Her big brave secret that she shared is that she's the new face of proactive. Which I'm sorry. I didn't even realize proactive was still a thing. Like (laughs) maybe because I don't have TV. But like proactive is still a thing. People still use that. Like, the last time I heard about Proactive was, like, they were selling it at, like, kiosks in the mall. But, like, I guess they're, like, rebranding and they, like, hired Kendall Jenner because, like, Kendall Jenner has, I mean, no shade. That bitch does have bad acne. Or had, I should say. Um, But, like, that was, like, her brave secret is that she's the... And, like, I can't wait to help people. I just want to help people and let them know, like, it's normal. And it's like, (laughs) of course acne's normal. Everyone has acne. I have acne. Like, what do you mean? Everyone gets acne. Like, that's your brave secret that you have acne? Get the fucking line, Kendall Jenner. We all have acne. That's why we have pores. Like, everyone has pores. Oh my god, she's so, she's always missing the mark. Like, to build something up that dramatic and be like, I just want to help people, to have it only be like, buy proactive, like, a skincare regimen that's like, burned people's faces, is just like, so on brand for Kendall, like, completely missing the mark. She could have been like, I want to bring awareness to my crippling anxiety. I want to finally tell everyone that I'm a lesbian. Like, it could have been all these serious things, but instead she was like, proactive! Oh my god. She's just... I can't tolerate her. So, anyways, everyone, use your code popculturedswine to get 25% off proactive. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) Swiney... (laughs) Use your code PIGLET to get 25% off Proactive at Proactive.com. Um, cool. We're all going to be clear face in 2019. I just did a peace sign, but I realized I just did that to literally, um, for whom? 
For whom? Who did I do that peace sign for? Because no one's in my apartment and you guys can't see me. I literally threw up like the deuces sign. I'm doing it as I'm telling you that I'm doing it. I threw up the deuces sign to to my couch, my empty couch. Who did I do that deuces for? Oh my god, you guys, I I don't want a meal prep. I just want to go to bed. I'm glad you guys tune in to just listen to me being a shit show every year. Every year. Every week. You guys. Where am I? What year is it? <laughs> the proactive is going to my brain. Um, In other pop culture news. So remember a few weeks ago I told you that like Paris Hilton was on um Andy Cohen's podcast. And he asked her about that. Sorry, my mucus. He asked her about that picture of her, Britney Spears, and Lindsay Lohan, like, getting in the car together. And she was like, oh, Lindsay Lohan just, like, randomly got in my car and, like, crushed me and Britney's night. Well, Lindsay Lohan was on the same podcast this week, and he was like, so, when I had Paris on here, she said you crashed that night, blah, blah, blah. And Lindsay Lohan is so fucking weird. She, the I highly recommend you guys watch the interview. It's so bizarre. Her face and like the just like the things she picks up on that are like not important to the conversation, but she like thinks that they are. It's so bizarre. But she was like, "Oh no, that's not what happened." And he was like, "Okay, what happened?" And he she goes, "I haven't talked to Paris in years." And he's like, "Yeah, I know, but I'm asking about the 2007 incident." So, yeah, like, what happened? She was like, I haven't, I don't know, I haven't talked to her in years. And he was like, you you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, the picture of you guys in the car? And then she goes, oh, yeah. I don't remember what happened that night. And he was like, oh, you don't remember? And she goes, oh, my God, no, I'm just kidding. No, I remember. And he was like, okay, well, she said that you crashed. And she was like, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> it's just like so bizarre like she's just being so weird and it's like well then tell us what happened you can tell that's exactly what happened because you could tell she was like embarrassed but she was just like I don't know that's not what happened I haven't talked to Paris in years <laughs> it's like okay why are you being so coy just tell us what happened anyways that was just a follow up on a past story that I love because she's so crazy um, but speaking of surrogates and Andy Cohen, he revealed that his, cause as I told you guys, he's going to be a father soon. He has a surrogate and he revealed on New Year's Eve that it's going to be a boy. So congrats to him. Um, ugh. all right, let's get into the controversy. So as I told you guys, Kevin Hart was like in hot water because he like made a ton of homophobic jokes and, like, tweets in, like, 2011. And then when it got announced that he was, like, going to host the Oscars, someone, like, dug those tweets up. And then he, like, threw a temper tantrum and, like, refused to apologize and said that we were, like, trying to ruin his happiness. And then he, like, stepped down from the Oscars and then then kind of apologized Well, he went on Ellen DeGeneres this week, and, because they're, like, best friends, and she gave him the whole hour of her show to talk about this stupid fucking controversy, which could have all just been over if he just said, I was a real idiot back then, I'm still so embarrassed, and I'm sorry. But instead, again, he, like, played the victim and was like, 
it's they're just trying to ruin my happiness like they're just trying to ruin my happiness i don't have a homophobic bone in my body and like when it first came out i didn't want to address it because i just wanted it to be over i'm done having this conversation and it's like and he's like i've already apologized i apologized in 2012 and it's like First of all, no one has been able, and he was also that that said that he apologized in two thousand fifteen, but like no one has been able to find those apologies. <laughs> also, like, why is it hard for you just to apologize again? That's what I, I don't understand. Like, why is it such a big deal just to be like, you know, I've addressed this before, and I said I was sorry before, and I'm still sorry, and I'm still really embarrassed. Like, why is that so hard for him? He's just like got such a Napoleon context complex he's just like a little man with this huge ego and you just can't like say sorry like just say sorry again like you said some horrific things that affect people in real life ways like and people who are like suffering why can't you just be like yo i know i was fucking stupid but like damn i'm sorry or like why hasn't he like volunteered or been like an activist and an ally like there's just so many things he could do instead of playing the victim, yet here he is. And so now everyone's mad at Ellen because Ellen was like, well, I forgive you, and so should everyone else. And you know what? I called the Oscars, and I told them, they better let you host. So I got you your job back. It's up to you to take it. And it's like, fuck off, Ellen. First of all, it's like, just because you're a lesbian doesn't mean you have the right to forgive him for everyone else. He was talking about gay men and, like, his son being gay and, like, being gay in, like, the black community, like, it's such a huge topic that's, like, rarely discussed, but it leads to, like, a lot of homeless kids and teens who have to, like, escape their families, and so it's, like, Ellen, as a white lesbian who is, like, a millionaire, it's, like, not really up to you to decide for everyone that, like, Kevin Hart's forgiven, so, like, and, like, why wouldn't you have asked him, like, hard-hitting questions or had him talk to someone who's, like, been through those traumatic experiences and been, like, this is why it hurts. And, like, these experiences are, like, what real teenagers and, like, kids go through. And said she was, like, don't worry, I pulled my connections and I got you your Oscars hosting job back because you're my friend, so everyone needs to move on. Like, Ellen... <sighs> Anyways... And then people are like, yeah, people need to get over it. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Do they? <laughs> if he actually, and like, everyone says the same thing. Like, everyone who's mad like me says the same thing. Like, had he just apologized when the tweets, like, resurfaced and was like, yo, that's embarrassing and I was fucking stupid. Had he just, like, said that and, like, just apologized right off the bat, everyone been like, okay, cool. Thanks, Kevin. Like, can't wait to see you host the Oscars. But instead, he had to dig this hole from himself, and he's acting like it's, like, this traumatic thing, and that his, like, life is ruined. Um, he's still, like, in a million movies. Like, he didn't lose any jobs. Like, he's perfectly fine. To circle back around to that point, that's, like, also something I saw recently. Someone said, like, um, free Louis C.K. And I was like, free Louis C.K. from what? He's not in jail. He's still getting paid. He's still getting jobs. He does, like, weekly stand-up comedy jobs, but I'm sure he's getting paid, like, buku bucks for. Like, free him from what? He's he's perfectly fine. <laughs> like, I don't... He's, he's doing okay. Ugh, people. Anyways. <laughs> and other controversy. So, there's, like, this documentary that came out this week called Surviving... R. Kelly. I haven't watched it yet, but I already 
I already know. R. Kelly needs to go to prison. It's so bad. I can't believe it's taking this long and still going on. If you guys don't know, actually, you know what? I just now decided I think I'm going to do a whole episode on R. Kelly. That seems like a good idea. But I'll give you guys a rundown. If you guys don't know, R. Kelly is a pedophile and child molester and kidnapper. Um, He, this has like been known. I mean, he married Aaliyah when she was 15 and he was like in his 20s. He um, obviously got caught in that porno with a 14 year old girl and where he like peed on her which I think it's weird that everyone has made those pee jokes over the years because it's like yeah so that was child porn like I don't think child porn's funny um but people always like make pee jokes about R. Kelly and I'm like yeah so that was like child pornography like I don't get what was funny about that but okay (laughs) and then he like still didn't go to jail for that and then at the trial he picked up another girl who was 14 and like groomed her he like grooms these girls and then he has these like huge mansions where he keeps them like prisoner and he like brainwashes them to like excommunicate them from their family he like makes them have sex with him and have sex with each other and like films it he like controls what they eat what they wear they can't like use any social media like they're just stuck in his house And it's been this huge, long thing. There's actually a really good BuzzFeed article about it if you want to know a lot of details. Um, It's, like, pretty horrific. It's it's terrible. And But because he has, like, all this fame and all this money, nothing's really happened to him. Like, he just keeps getting, like, away with it. And so this documentary came out, and it's just, like, exposing him. It's talked to, like, some of his past victims. Um, it talks to other celebrities. It's, from what I hear, it's, like, pretty phenomenal, and it's, like, really horrifying. Um, so I highly recommend it. If you don't want to watch the thing, you can read that BuzzFeed article. I read that BuzzFeed article about, like, a year ago, if not more, and, yeah, it's fucking horrifying. Um, but... Yeah, so now everyone should be hating R. Kelly. Of course, there's always got to be some piece of shit people that are like, whatever, like, he hasn't been convicted, or like, I can separate the artist from the art, or whatever. And it's like, well, you can't really, because like, you listening to his music is like what gets him paid, which helps him get away with this shit. And helps him build these houses in which he keeps these girls. So you can't really separate the art from the artist. um, (laughs) Because, like, you're paying him when you celebrate his art. Um, But, yeah. So now it's, like, a huge debacle on the internet. And he said he didn't watch, like, any of it. But he's going to start his own website called Surviving thelies.com and he's gonna go after every single victim that was in the documentary and expose them and it's like these women are like young like (laughs) like 19 20s whatever and it's like or you could just leave them the fuck alone for the first time in their life like just leave them the fuck alone i hope he gets arrested soon and then someone else who's in hot water which is I don't even want to talk about it, but I have to because I don't want to be a hypocrite, is Drake. 
Drake. We're gonna we're gonna put Drake on the back burner right now and hold our breath just to see if any more things happen. So a video resurfaced this week, um, from like ten years ago of Drake at a concert. He like pulls this girl on stage, he like kisses her, and then afterwards she says like she's seventeen and he's like, Oh, you're seventeen? I should feel guilty, but like I love your breasts on my body or some shit. So <sighs> it doesn't look good for Drake. <laughs> Let me just say that. It doesn't look good for Drake. I will say in the video he's like twenty two. It's not like he's like this grown the girl's seventeen, he's twenty two. So I don't think it's like as weird. I mean I think it's like weird, but I don't think it's like as weird. And I'm not trying to stand up for Drake because I like him. I'm just saying like it's not like this girl's like fourteen and he's like twenty five doing this weird shit. Like the girl was seventeen, almost eighteen. He was twenty two. He shouldn't have done it. It was like ten years ago because he I think he just turned thirty two. So but then here's the part where we're putting Drake on the back burner. So like that video comes out and then as we've talked about in this podcast before, he's like friends with Millie Bobby Brown and she she's 15 and he like gives her dating advice and it's like her friend. And then also there was like a rumor that he was like dating an 18-year-old although that just turned out to be a family friend. So we're just going to put him on the back burner right now and just hold our breath to see if like anything else comes from it. Because I could feel like maybe, like, he's getting put in, like, weird situations where it's, like, put all together it looks bad, but it's, like, situational, where it's, like, no, that girl's, like, the 18-year-old girl's just, like, a family friend. Millie Bobby Brown is just someone that he, like, mentors through Hollywood because he was, like, an actor in, at her age, too, and this video of when he was, like, 22, just being a dumbass 22-year-old. So we're going to put him on the back burner. We're not going to write him off like R. Kelly. But we're going to put him on the back burner. We're going to take a break from his music and we're just going to wait it out and see. And if anything else happens, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so let's get into our relationships and then that will be it for the pod. So Ariana Grande came out today, or not today, this week and said that despite all the rumors that she's not dating anyone, especially her ex-boyfriend Ricky, they're just friends, and she is going to be single for the rest of the year, if not for the rest of her life. And I feel her on that one. Um, But Pete Davidson and Kate Beckinsale, Kate Beckinsale from everything, she's so fucking hot. If you guys don't know who Kate Beckinsale is, I don't know. She's like the main girl in Underworld, all the Underworld movies. She's like one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. And her and Michael Sheen have a daughter together because they were married, but now they're still best friends. And her their daughter looks like a real-life vampire, like how you picture, like, beautiful vampires, which is funny because they, like, played vampires, whatever. But she, like, looks like a real-life vampire. She's, like, fucking gorgeous. Um. Anyways, <laughs> that's not the point. But Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson left a Golden Globes party together last night, and they were seen flirting. She's, like, way older than him. Not way, but I think she's, like, 45? Maybe younger. But, and he's, like, 25? Um, But yeah, they were seen leaving a party together last night, so new couple alert? We'll have to wait and see. And then, um... Cardi B and Offset said that instead of divorcing, they're going to be working on fixing their marriage. So, ugh, Cardi. 
He'll never change, Cardi. So we'll just wait and see with that. I'm sure there'll be more drama to come. But that is all I have for you guys for this week. I will be back here on Wednesday with Megan to took to took. <laughs> you guys help me <laughs> to talk about the new episode of The Bachelor. Megan is watching it tonight and she's been live texting me like a maniac. All the bizarre things that have already happened. So I'm pretty excited. It should be a good episode. So make sure you tune in for that. Make sure that you um, also go look at the cast and listen to our last week's episode where we go over all the castmates for this season. And in the meantime, go follow me on Instagram. It's Pop Culture Twine Podcast on there. And if you're listening on iTunes, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe because it helps this podcast go higher up on the list and expose me to more people. And always recommend me to a friend who loves pop culture or who loves people that are a hot mess. Either one. I work for everyone. So always recommend me that that's how podcasts grow. And I love doing this. Uh, So yeah, that's about it. All right. Bye, guys.